Get ready and tune into the Doctor's Guide Podcast, raw and unfiltered, a unique platform to help you optimize your health through dynamic role-playing, real-life challenges with expert guests and your host, Dr. Bart Rademacher. This is the Doctor's Guide Podcast, and my name is Bart Rademacher, and I'm very excited to be sharing the show with you for a lot of different reasons. And the main one is, you know, how do you actually navigate this overwhelming world of information about what it is that you can do for your health? I mean, who is it that you can actually trust? And my purpose that I've had for so many years is to help the consumer guide that consumer with, you know, relatable information that they can then get the right insight and then make the right action step for themselves. But again, how do you navigate all that information? And so this show is not about navigating that specific information. You know, is this product better than that product? And should you do this? And should you do that? But we're going to give you the tools, the process by which you can make the right decisions for yourself. And so I'm doing that with some really cool people. And they're either, you know, um, health professionals. Um, they are in the business of health. And they're going to give you some role-playing of real-time situations that they've either experienced, they've seen it somewhere else. We're going to make it fun. We're going to make it entertaining so that you can potentially see yourself in that situation, especially if you have your parent and you have kids. You know, I know what that's like. And I think we're going to be talking a little bit about that today, right? And then to give you an insight as to, okay, what can you do next? So I'd like to welcome Yorana Boster and Robert, which I don't have your last name yet, but I'm going to have you introduce yourself, who you are, where you're from, and then we're going to go into the um, role-playing. Yorona. I'm Yorona Boster, and I am actually from New Jersey, so I'm coming to you on the East Coast. I am an advanced certified life coach. I specialize in parenting, in infertility, loss, and trauma. I'm in the midst of writing a book, a parenting book. So, and Robert and I are now co-hosting a podcast called The Evolution of Parenting. Awesome. Robert. My name is Robert Hulse. I'm currently living in the, the Atlanta area by way of many places, born and raised in Indiana, lived overseas. Uh, I do life coaching now, uh, but I was a pharmacist before. I did youth ministry but most importantly, related to this uh, endeavor, I spent 27 years as a primary caregiver for our three children. That's a big job. Whoa. So you're the expert, ultimately, right? Ooh, so maybe. I think so. I mean, between the three of us, perhaps. I don't know. Maybe I'm out of playing, uh, talking out of turn, but I just had a talk with you and I can hear with your background, you know, your depth of knowledge in taking care of our kids, which, by the way, is one of the most important things that we need to focus as a society, which unfortunately we don't do as well. But anyhow, this is about fun. This is about role playing. And so the, the rules are this. You get three minutes. Participant one is going to act out a specific role. They're going to share with us who that who they are and what the topic is. And then participant two will then give that response as a health provider. And then we're going to wrap it up with some conversations afterwards. The idea is you get a, a very good insight of something that might be very uh, relevant for you and an action step that you may take. Now, one disclaimer, 
that I always have to share. You know, this is not giving you medical advice. This is just sharing with you experiences so that you can make the right decisions for yourself. And as a listener, what you're going to want to do is figure out for yourself, you know, what's appropriate because I don't know you. I don't know what your problems are. Everybody's unique. We are just sharing a process by which you can uncover the truth for you so that you can have an optimum health. So, Yorona, you you're, you get to go first. Then, oh, wait, okay. before that. Okay. One fun fact about you, Yorona, that you want to share. Um, Fun fact. Let's see. I have no... Oh, I'm going... I'm, it, I don't know if it's a fun fact for other people, but I'm going to Israel. Um, and it was a sudden last-minute decision. Um, and I hope that I'm not ruining the surprise. So, I'm going to make sure somebody that's this is a surprise for doesn't hear this right away all right well we'll just air the show right after you go so it won't be a surprise there you go there There you go go. all right robert one fun fact about you uh fun fact for me i am sitting here you can't see it on camera uh you obviously can't hear it but i love to build lego so i am surrounded by all of my lego building sets um some of them are in the corner ready to build but lego is one of those things i really enjoy doing in my small amount of spare time that i have wow um, and that must be the kid factor because I grew up with Legos and love Legos and haven't played with them forever, but my favorite toy. So my fun fact, uh, we may be surprised in this show. I have a cat hiding somewhere. I have no idea where it is, but suddenly it may appear and kind of disrupt the entire show. One last thing I do want to say, I got my amazing team with me. That is Tanya Ogalesco and Camelia Sahat. And they will be participating in one form or another. I may be calling on them or they can jump in, um, whatever. All right, Yorona, you're up. Three minutes. Dad, I've decided to go on this new diet. It's called the jelly bean steak diet. Yeah, so it's so cool. You, You cook the steak until it's about halfway done and then you stick jelly beans in it. And then like, you have to have like about 10 jelly beans per steak. And that's all I'm going to be having. That's it. I, I don't want to drink. I'm not, you're not supposed to drink water. You're not supposed to do anything other than just have jelly beans and steak all day long. And I think it's the coolest diet. So yeah. So that's what I'm going to do, dad. So let's go to the store. I got to pick up my uh, steak and jelly beans. <laughs> Yorona, I have always appreciated your independence and your way of thinking. And ever since you turned 16, it's been just a joy to watch you unfold how you want to live your life. So it sounds like you've done a little bit of research. You had a couple of things in there that uh, might be exploratory. Um, But here's the thing. You're going to be out of the house in a couple of years. And I can sit here and I can tell you exactly what's right, what's wrong, what to do, what not to do. And then you're going to get to college and you're going to be sitting there reading information about steak and jelly bean diets. And I may not be as accessible as I am right now. So my approach to this is going to be, as it always has been, what do you think you're going to get out of this? And what might you be missing in thinking about just eating steak and jelly beans? Well, like, I mean... Lisa's doing it and I saw a TikTok about it and like I know all my friends are getting on this diet so I think it's really the right way to go because I know that um that Jessie lost like 20 pounds when she did it so I mean 
what more do I need to know? She lost 20 pounds doing this diet. So I think it works. So I don't, I don't know why you're like telling me, I mean, like you're a cool dad and all, but seriously, like sometimes you just, you, you need to get with the times. Like this is what it's at. And like, it works, it works because other people I know did it. And ah, yeah, it works. It works. Okay. I heard you mention Lisa. I heard you mention another friend who lost 20 pounds. I heard you mention TikTok. What did you see on these that showed you that it worked? They lost weight. Like they lost weight. So, so that's what I want to do. I want to lose some, I, I just want to lose a little bit of weight, you know? That's, I mean, like prom is coming up and everything. And so like, that's, that's what I want to do. I don't know why it's such a problem. I just want to lose some weight. That's fair. That's fair. Did they share with you everything they were doing to lose that weight? Or did they just kind of maybe share their jelly bean steak diet? Well, like, hmm. Like Jesse said that, that that she did this for like two weeks. And yeah, she was like a little tired and everything. Three minutes. I don't know. I mean, I guess like, I guess I know what they're doing. What do you mean? Like, I need to know more? Oh. What if you just follow up with some of these and see if there's anything else that added to their weight loss besides the jelly beans and the steak? All right. I guess I'll ask. I just, I just want to do what my friends are doing. So, you know, that's fair. I understand. Hmm. Great. Uh, so, um, so <clears throat> feedback for me first. Excellent. Well done. Um, teenager dad <laughs> that was incredibly well done um i have to say that and and i totally felt you know the the teenager going there and and expressing herself um with what limited uh, perspective they have on the world right mm -hmm. um and then how the dad you know with empathetically feeling into you know their teenager and then um, helping them guide, you know, with um, their uh, specific uh, um, dilemma, if you will, because mm -hmm. what we're talking about really is a dilemma that these kids uh, find themselves in and have don't have a clear pathway out. So um, excellent. Both of you guys, um, I, I give you both a nine out of tens and um, I, I love the whole uh, interplay. Um, I'm going to ask Yorona just briefly, uh, any feedback from you that you got out of it and then, then Robert, and then we're just going to unpack some of the issues here that, um, I'm going to ask you first to share with me and then, then I'll give you my two cents, but, uh, well, not two cents, my million bucks worth of information. Um, all right. So Yorona, so how was um, that? It was good. It was funny that, um, I was so stuck in the teen brain that I was just thinking about my friends, my friends, my friends. And like, I was, I was putting myself in that box of like, I don't need to know more than this. I'm going to keep my blinders on. Like, this is what's going on within my little world. I don't need more than my little world tells me. And it was a fresh reminder that sometimes it's like, it's really hard, especially for teenagers to get their blind, to to have their blinders removed and parents who try to tear the blinders off through right. shame, embarrassment, and demeaning, you know, that's, that's not helpful. So let, but let's let's was, talk more about you know, that in a race. moment, right? Yeah. Because I just wanted to get your yeah. sense of what, what, what you're trying to portray and who you were. 
And then I really want to unpack what you just shared because I think that's really important for people to be aware of. Robert, your turn. Just real briefly, how was that for you? And, and what was it you're trying to do? That was very consistent on how I parented. So I felt very comfortable in that space. I see I, that, yeah. We didn't talk about the jelly bean steak thing ahead of time. So I'm trying to think in my head, how do I respond to jelly bean and steak? But you can ask my kids. That's fairly consistent. You know, I'm all about, well, what'd you learn from that? Or what don't you know? Or what do you need to know? So felt pretty comfortable. Sweet. Um, and again, I fell totally into it. So you, um, so one of the things I think that's really important and the topic today is, you know, how do you coach your own kids? And, um, you know, one, one brief, you know, experience of my own is that uh, once I realized that my greatest teachers were my own kids um, and learning from them versus, you know, being that rigid parent, you know, instructing them what to do and actually uh, not giving myself the time or them the time to actually appreciate the ongoing situation. And, and so I learned through personal transformation work that, you know, get into the shoes of the kid, get, you know, get, understand their model of the world, understand what it is that they're seeing and try to navigate them through that process. And one great example that I always like to give is if my child, you know, is, you know, happy walking, you know, through the, the living room and drops, you know, the candy wrapper on the floor, um, you know, rather than scolding him, because no one likes to be scolded, um, is simply says, oh, um, does that belong there? So just being curious to the question and letting them kind of decide, you know, um, what to do. But let's start off with what Yorona was sharing earlier, because I think that's that's really relevant. Uh, you've got you both of you have tons of experience in these this field. So I feel very privileged that I am we get to hear from you. Um, so that parents out there can begin to navigate in a better way how to help their kids make the best choices. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, I want to say one thing, too. This is a conversation I was just having with somebody about uh, brain development, because that's my background is 15 years in early childhood development. And when you think about a teenager's brain, they're, they're so their emotional state is really hyper focused there. It's all, it's a lot of emotional leading a lot and very little critical decision-making. So one of the things that I see that happens between parents and children is the parents thinking critically with the appropriate decision-making process, the children are not. And instead of helping your child like Robert was trying aiming to do helping your child investigate it from a more like learning process rather than shaming them blaming them criticizing them demeaning them putting them down oh that's a such a stupid diet idea that's ridiculous you can't lose weight that way and it's so unhealthy and da 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 da, da. you're belittling their um, experience which is again very blinders on emotional based centric thinking um, follow my friends, all of that sort of stuff, follow what makes sense to me in my small world. And I think the healthy perspective of that coach mentality is start with inquiry and no shame, no judgment, no belittlement. And you'll you'll get a lot more of a healthy thought process from your child because you'll start to help them think critically. So it's all about giving them the tools for uh, number one, awareness, right? You know, what's what's 
um, relevant in this particular situation. And then the tools to navigate to make that, to have the discernment to make a better decision. Did I hear you right? Yeah, definitely. Robert, thoughts? To your point you made earlier about the internet and the information out there, if we don't help our kids figure out how to navigate it themselves, they're going to end up as adults that just depend on the first click that they come to. So one of the things that's always been important to me, and I think I tried to do it a little bit in the, in the role play, is to help the child, the person, my adult kid, whatever, understand that there's probably always more information out there than what you're actually seeing in the moment. And trying to figure out how much do you know about this, how much do you not know, and how much do you understand about the consequence, the potential consequence to the thing that you're about to engage in is helping them differentiate between, oh, I just saw, I saw this come up on TikTok, so it's got to be true, or I saw this come up on my newsfeed, it's got to be true. Somebody posts on Facebook, it's got to be true. Maybe, maybe not. I'm not judging those posts, but I'm trying to get them to understand how they can judge those posts in a healthier and a more um, understanding way. Right. <clears throat> no, I think I think the, the the there's so many distractions out there that are just leading everyone <clears throat> astray, and it's unfortunate because all those distractions are actually self-serving for whatever purpose. And, and quite frankly, I mean, you can't, um, you know, criticize that because that's how our brain works. I mean, our survival brain, you know, has a certain algorithm that's going to go and follow so that it can make sure it gets what it needs, what it needs. And in the world of neurolinguistic programming, we all understand that all behavior is motivated by positive intent. And now it may be bad behavior, but the brain doesn't recognize that yet. And so I think it's incumbent on um, people like yourselves. Um, and any, anybody on the show you know, that is helping people guide them with better principles that are very relatable, very applicable. And this is the purpose of the doctor's guide, right, is to curate and educate and then guide so that people can make those better choices. And ultimately, you know, people have to make their own decision. You know, as a plastic and reconstructive surgeon, my job was always give my patients all the information they need. And then they make the decision. So ultimately, and I appreciate what you're alluding to earlier, Robert, is, you know, you're letting your kids make the decisions. You're not telling them what to do. And but giving that information in advance gives them the opportunity, as your Yor was saying, is, is to learn, you know, learn what's true, whether and, and at least hear what somebody else thinks is true. And then later on, learn, oh, yeah, that was true. <laughs> so maybe that person is so believable. I better listen to them all the time. Uh, fortunately, I have one daughter. My two older boys don't, but my one daughter listens to me all the time. So clearly she's the smart one. Um, Yorona, what else would you like to share? You know, I want I want to make a point too about what something you said earlier. You said you're, you learned that your children are their, are your best teachers. I think that we do all of ourselves a disservice when we pick a teacher in the dynamic and a student in the dynamic. I think we're both, we're all students and we're all teachers. So when I see the parent child relationship, I, I look at the parent has things to learn from the child because the child is growing up in a new generation. For instance, yep. our kids are 
much more naturally geared towards technology. They have a natural bent towards it because it's the only thing that they know. It's their lived experience, right? So they have a lot to teach us about that, the ins and outs of that. But we as the adults also have a better understanding based off of our world knowledge and experience and things of that nature. So I think there are so many dynamics where we can both be the teacher and the student and learn from each other. And I think we forget that. We always feel like there's in a role of two people, there needs to be one person who's the dominant and one person who's the dominated. And I don't think that that is beneficial or a balanced approach to parenting. I, I totally agree. And and I'm going to let you, um, I'll give you a second, Robert. But one thing I recently learned um, from a beautiful soul called uh, Sean Callagy in his Unblinded. And um, to be honest, the inspiration for this show was because of him. So I, I'm very blessed and, and thankful for him. But one thing I learned through his processing is framing. And um, and I'm thinking about that as you're talking about, you know, these two roles or places that the, the, we are. And so understanding their frame and our own frame. So understanding the child's frame and our own frame and recognizing that our own frame is not in alignment with theirs. You know, our timeline is not in alignment with theirs. Our obligations are not in time in line with theirs. And so to try to navigate their world in, in all the, let's say, baggage, right, unfortunately, or requirements, um, it isn't suitable. And so we have to not, we have to step out of our own frame as to what's going in our life, the stresses that are going in our life and everything else and um and understand theirs and i'm going to give one beautiful example that i use all the time and then i'm going to give robert an opportunity but just imagine you uh, a child three years old right and and they're playing with their legos and it's and it's their masterpiece and their masterpiece is legos all over the floor right and then here comes the harried tired angry parent comes in the house sees the mess not the art not the masterpiece, but sees the mess and yells at the kid. And unfortunately, that leaves a serious imprint on that child. And so again, we have to step out of our frame, going into the child's frame and recognize, whoa, this is a cool thing you've created here. Robert, your turn. Absolutely. And I wanted to key off a little bit of what Yorona was saying about the, the give and take on the, the student-teacher paradigm a little bit. One of the things that I, as the parent, should have taken away from that conversation with my 16-year-old teenager who wants to do jelly beans and steak is that, oh my gosh, there's this influence on her life that I need to be aware of. Now, as a guy that's almost 60 years old, there are domains out there that I could care less about participating in. I'm not going to name them but it, because it doesn't matter. But the point is that if I'm not taking that in and saying like, wow, I need to understand what this influence is. I need to understand where she's getting this information. I need to understand what this language is. If I come at her as the guy who knows it all and only have my six decades of experience to draw from, I'm not growing and learning myself. So I really can't help her most or more if I don't take her conversation and her input and her experience as an opportunity for me to reflect on my own. I love it. So I can want I just ask you, did you, Brett, uh, Bart, did you, did you just see my living room? Is that what you were talking about? Because when you were talking about the three-year-olds, I'm picturing what's happening and what's in my living room at this very moment. Well, uh, you know what, Your Honor, to be honest with you, 
and I'm not ashamed to say this, and people can think whatever they want to think, but if you look at my studio right now, it's like a Florida hurricane just went through it. So I maybe I got you beat. We'll, we'll compare. Um, Robert, I want you to give us one insight uh, that you want uh, us to know, and then Yorona, give us one actionable step. And um, if you both want to do both, that's fine. One insight I'd like people to take away is that you never stop learning and growing. It doesn't matter how old you are. There's always something new for you to explore and understand. And you may not agree with it. You may not uh, want to go there, but it's worth exploring. It's worth understanding because you need to be able to relate to people of all ages and not just the ones that are in your domain. Love it. You're on it. And I would say before you step in with judgment or your automatic opinion of the situation, step in with empathy first. Try to place yourself in your child's shoes and understand that they're coming again from their narrow-brained perspective of their small world. Step into that place, put yourself there, and allow yourself to move forward with, well, how can I course correct? If this was me learning something, how can I course correct in this moment? Love it. Um, and I'm going to share this is that we all do the best we can with the resources that we have. And if we just can step into the world of the child, knowing what resources they have, and pretty much as you're both saying, help the child access those resources so that they can make a better decision, but ultimately just love them for who they are when they make the bad ones too. Awesome. So this wraps it up. Um, I'd like Yorona uh, uh, first to share um, how people get a hold of you and one final comment from you. Sure. I, um, you can reach me. You can find me best on my website, footprintscoaching.org, footprints, that's a plural, coaching.org. And Let's see. What was I? What did you? What was the other question? Because my brain was so fixated. Any, any final, final comment you want to share with us? Um, Parenting is not easy. I'm going to tell you this. Parenting is not easy. Mm -hmm. um, being human is not easy. And nobody ever promised that it would be. So remember that you're going to make mistakes. And it's not always going to be easy, but it can be really rewarding. And have empathy on yourself, right? Absolutely. Robert. Awesome. You can reach me uh, if you want to email me at lifecoachrobert63 at gmail.com, lifecoachrobert63 at gmail.com. I've got a website, warpandweftlifecoaching.com, warpandweftlifecoaching.com. It's right there. You can go take a look and see some of the other things I do. Um, I want to just reiterate that what you two just said, give yourself grace Parenting is inherently a mistake. It's not a mistake-free zone. Uh, you're going to make mistakes. Give yourself some grace just as you want to give your children grace as they're learning. You know, I love that. Yeah, and, and give yourself permission to be human. Um, well, I'm Dr. Bart Rademacher. And this is the Doctor's Guide. And the, again, again, the whole purpose is to give you a process, a relate to a process, not just you know, lecture on a process, but kind of experience that process by which we make decisions. Because I think the, the biggest challenge that we have is that there's so much amazing content out there and a lot of nonsense content out there too. 
And so the the challenge is how do you filter those out? And even I, as as a medical professional with tons of training, years in practice, you know, sometimes I get confused. And so the the ultimate is in what it is that I what my mission is is to make you know health optimization available, easily accessible, and affordable for everyone. And so I'm working on a lot of different fronts, but the primary one right now is creating this beautiful ecosystem of brilliant and cool people and fun people like Yorana and Robert that you can also tap into and reach out to them for any kind of advice or coaching that you can get from them. Because again, it is about a process. It's not about a product, but it's how you make those decisions. Just like we shared how we're going to give the resources to our children to make better decisions. And I want to tell you that you're not alone. And so understand that. So reach out, reach out to believable sources. There's tons of amazing people out there that are excited and happy to, to help you. But again, ultimately, you're the one responsible, accountable for making the decision. And even if you go to a medical doctor, you're the one. And so it's incumbent on you to do the research. And again, reach out to us if you can, if you want to. And I also have a mobile app, The Doctor's Guide, and you can find that in the links below, as well as the links of both Yorana and Robert. Yorana and Robert, thank you so much. And um, we'll be back. Thank you for listening to The Doctor's Guide, an innovative approach to help you navigate the complexities of your health journey with Dr. Bart Rademacher and his expert guests. Tune in to more insights and action steps on our next episode every weekday at 6 p.m. Eastern.